I've heard the name of my next guest for years. My girlfriend's a patient of his, and she really likes going to Dr. James Cole. Somebody who likes going to the dentist? Yes, Dr. Cole is a dentist here in Farmington and has been for many years. But how could somebody possibly like going to the dentist? That's an absolutely terrifying thought to me. Okay, so the guy has at least one patient that really likes him, but why is that a reason for a Think Tech episode? By itself, it's not until I learned that Dr. Cole participates in the New Mexico Dental Association Foundation's Mission of Mercy events, the largest charity events in the state, where volunteers donate their time and expertise to provide dental services to those in need. Not only that, he hops a plane with an organization called Mission Outfitter, flies to Peru, climbs onto a riverboat, and travels the Amazon River providing free dental services to people in remote places in the, in the rainforest? What? Is this guy Indiana Jones of dental care? Okay, that's it. I have to meet this guy. I have to know more about this. Dr. Cole is used to bringing people into his office and putting them in his dentist chair. Now it's his turn to step into my think tank and strap in while I get him to open up. I can't wait to meet this guy. Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. 505 Cycles proudly serves all types of riders, including new and veteran riders, road and mountain bike aficionados, recreation and transportation cyclists. The 505 community is all about fun and the love of all things bikes. We just picked you up from uh, your office, your yes. new office yes. on 30th Street. Integrity Dental. Integrity Dental. And you we, used to be on Main Street. We were on Main Street. We were in a little bitty uh, shoebox. And now we have this beautiful new office, and it's just, we're spoiled already, because it we went to from an office that was probably around 1,100, 1,200 square feet to to two and a half times that size, and we just love it. Wow. I mean, it's just, every time I, every day I drive up, I'm very thankful that I have an office like that. It's something we've worked for for a long time to make happen, <laughs> a long time. So it's on it's on 30th Street. 30th Street. Um, You've been there about a year now. We will. It'll be a year um, the first week of April. So we're getting close. We moved when when everything was shutting down for the pandemic. Um, we thought that was the best time to, to make the move. So right. we we saw our last patient March the 20th in the old office, and we're seeing emergencies in the new office the first week of April. Wow. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround. It was a lot going on. And we're going to end up driving by your old office down Oh, there. my goodness. We're going to do a drive-by, a fly-by. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, you mentioned you used to be, you were on the um, board of directors for the New Mexico Dental Association? Yes, I was, I was um, on it for, and I always... It seems like the numbers always change, but I, I think it was a solid 11 years. It might have been 12, and then six to seven years of that, I was actually the president of the board. Um, nice. And that, we kind of were overseers or facilitators for many programs throughout the state, uh, dental programs. The biggest is Missions of Mercy. Right. And those are a, a rotating 
dental outreach that, that moves around the state to different towns and cities. They are big undertakings. It takes a lot of volunteers, a lot of dentists, and a lot of fundraising to put those together. Usually they're uh, two years, 18 months to two year commitment when we have um, an individual or group of individuals that want to take over the leadership to bring it to their particular uh, city. Farmington's had one, Albuquerque's had two, I believe, Las Cruces has two. So it's been going on for many years. And with COVID, we were had already secured our location for the next Mission of Mercy okay. here in Farmington. It was going to be this next fall. But with COVID, it pushed everything back and it's, it's made it a real challenge. So we don't know what our next Mission of Mercy is going to look like. Wow. And so that is, that's the New Mexico Mission of Mercy. It operates under the foundation. That is correct. Of the, yeah. Of the Dental Association. Yes, yes. The, there's, there's two uh, entities at the state level. There's the New Mexico Dental Association, and then there's the New Mexico uh, Dental Association Foundation. The foundation, yeah. And the foundation is the benevolent arm of the Dental Association. Okay. They... They have different functions, but they work in mm-hmm. in conjunction with each other. And so the New Mexico, the Mission of Mercy deal, so they're, they're kind of evaluating areas and populations and groups of people around the state. And, and when they find a group of people that's in need, they don't have access to dental care or, or just aren't not able to get mm-hmm. it. And for whatever reason, then... then um, people like yourself then come in and just provide that that is that's exactly right and that's awesome it um we will usually have you know a dentist or a couple of dentists leads for as you were saying a particular area that'll come to us two three years before you know before it actually happens say hey we want to have one you know we're here to to provide the leadership and the fundraising and and uh, a facility to make that happen, cool. and then we uh, come alongside them to to make that happen, to make that a reality. And is there usually, say, a, a, a small group of dentists? Um, usually, in the leadership positions, that um, that's always how it's been historically. Um, you'll have one, two, sometimes several leads or event chair people. Okay, and they will in turn kind of take the the reins and and make it happen for their area right it takes a while to get the right people in the right places and and the volunteers usually for every patient um, we see there is at least one volunteer so if you're seeing a thousand patients you've got a thousand volunteers over the four-day event that's a big undertaking it is a big undertaking it's as of even today, it's still the largest charitable event in okay. New Mexico. Wow. Yeah, that's, it's it's that's huge. crazy. Yeah, it's and and there's so much fun. I mean, you go and <laughs> as a as a dentist, I mean, I've done it in in uh, I've worn several hats. I've been uh, um, I've been a, a president of the board, but then I've also been. Uh, just a, a dentist that's been working behind the scenes and doing that. You're just exhausted. I mean, yeah. you just, 
you work yourself to death, but it's so enjoyable. It, it is for me. I mean, it's really just, rewarding. I love it. I yeah. mean, it's you know, it's just the 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 people that you see at the events that come that that are in desperate need of dental care. You know, they they will sometimes stay overnight and you know get in line a day or two ahead of time sometimes days ahead yeah spend the night outside i mean it's just you know you just wow you can't help but show up for somebody that that wants to see you that bad <laughs> yeah you mentioned fun right so so it, here's here's my thing i'm probably not too <laughs> far off of the normal um, it, you, you have to deal with this all the time i know and there's so the old office am, right here there's the old office there's yeah. the old office Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I I so here's the thing. I'm a great big baby. That is my last remaining fear <laughs> is needles. Needles of any kind for any purpose absolutely terrify me. I I get it. And then the dentists the dentist office are the most terrifying needles <laughs> of all the needles. And it's coming at your head. Well, now so, let me ask you: Do yeah. you, do you have any tattoos? I do not. Okay, all no. right. Because uh, uh, and and, not, <laughs> and there's <laughs> no judgment on tattoos. Right. Uh, no disrespect. I mean, I just it's not for me. But yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem with them. <laughs> but it's usually the guys that come in with the tattoos that have a sleeve or multiple tattoos, and they the first thing out of their mouth is. Are you going to use a needle on me? Really? <laughs> Just like, really, dude? Come on. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're breaking out in a sweat. Oh, and it's goodness. just like, we got to get a heart rate monitor. Come on. But, um, yeah, so yeah, I get it. <laughs> is that I don't know. Something about Novocaine and all that just doesn't quite work on me. Okay. So that's the, that's the um, terrifying briefing I usually give a dentist is here's... Here's the thing. Um, I'm more terrified of that needle than I am anything else in this world. Um, but I'm going to need you to give me more Novocaine than you think I should probably have. Because I'm going to feel everything that you do. I have and, patients exactly like you. I, I, they, and, they, and they're very upfront about it, just like you were saying. They're like, um, yeah, I'm just really going to need half a gallon of that stuff today okay <laughs> so I, I we get it um, besides the um, work that you do with with mission of mercy um, you also do some work with um, I think it's called mission outfitter yes and yes what, what they do is central and South America that is correct yeah events. I've gone uh, I've been nine different trips with them um, to Peru uh, their their focus is, is has been Peru for the last gosh 10 12 years, um, but I've been on nine different trips to the Amazon region of Peru, and those are adventure trips. I mean, yeah. they're they're very difficult. Most of the time, you get a little bit sick um, just because sure. you know, the water or the food. It's mm -hmm. just they're just they're hard trips. They're hard physically. They're hard. Emotionally, spiritually, everything. I mean, it is, they're, they're difficult. Um, but we um, have done multiple different kinds of uh, outreaches. 
um, over the years. Sometimes we go down a tributary of the Amazon. Sometimes we stay fairly close to where we fly in. And so we have seen a lot of things over the years. So we've been to tribes or people groups that were previous headhunters many years ago. I mean, they have an oral history where they talk about uh, men coming in masks, iron masks, uh, talking about the yeah. conquistadors. Yeah. So, I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of years of this oral history. And, and uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> seen some crazy oh stuff. Oh my goodness. I've seen piranha, I've seen anacondas, <laughs> I've seen boa constrictors and I mean there's, you just you can't believe how many things can eat you or sting you or hurt you out there. <laughs> now 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 honestly, did you ever at some point think well, you know, you're a young guy, <laughs> you're going to school and you're learning how to be a dentist and you're you're thinking, "Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to travel <laughs> the Amazon and fix people's yeah, teeth. Yeah. Did you ever have that I, I, I'm going to go with a, a solid no on that. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Even in school, uh, we did mission trips to Mexico, uh, okay. the border towns of Mexico. So, I mean, I early on, I just, I had a... I had a desire to do that, and I, it's just, I love it. I love the adventure of it. Right. I love that it's hard. I love being able to make an impact on somebody's lives that are somebody's life that has no idea. You know, there's people out there that can come and do medical dental yeah. treatment. And yeah. I, I like all of it. I mean, it's, Peru specifically is is hard because it's, it's always hot. I mean, they always say there's a, a dry season and a wet season, but uh, I, I think it's the only difference that uh, two drops of rain. Yeah. Um, it rained one less day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And usually this is the time of year that we would go um, in you know February. Um, and so you're coming out of winter in Farmington, New Mexico, <laughs> and stepping into you know 80 to 90 degrees yeah. in the jungle, and and about that much humidity, and yeah. it just the first couple of days you're just like I don't know what I'm, I need to go home early or something. <laughs> it's just it's pretty tough, but um, yeah. But early on, I, I just really I enjoyed it. I really did like it, and I. I was. I'm thankful. I'm. I'm grateful for the privilege and the opportunity to be able to go, and and serve in that way. Now, what's your probably most eye-opening experience on one of those trips? Oh man, I. It, I mean, I could. I could describe that in in multiple ways. I mean, from from a natural standpoint, you know, it's, it's seeing animals that you've heard of your whole life, right. but like right up close. Yeah many years ago that we went way way I mean it took us like three days just to get to the location by boat I mean we were going 24 hours a day just to wow. get there and one of the days we took a side trip up to a, a, a offshoot of the of the particular tribe we were working in and um, we were in a smaller boat and just kind of meandering up beautiful morning and there was something in the water, and you could see it. It was moving across the river. Yeah. And as we got closer, we could tell it was a snake. And as we got within just a few feet of it, 
the wake of the boat kind of pushed the snake up yeah. and he raised his head up out of the water. Yeah. And and of course, I'm sitting on that side <laughs> right by that thing. And his head is like right there and I'm looking at his eye and he's looking at me. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this is where it ends right here." Oh, and my it, goodness. it was a beautiful dark blue, kind of metallic blue, just an absolutely beautiful creature. Uh, I hate snakes, um, so, you know, he can be beautiful somewhere else. But, he, I mean, it was just right there, and then he dropped down. And come to find out later, it was highly poisonous. Really? So if he'd have been in the boat, I'd, I'd have been walking on water or something oh, to get away from him. Goodness. But uh, I mean, it, 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 but then the locals, some of the interpreters we had with us, from that tribe, they were just laughing. They thought that was the funniest thing. This big, tall, white guy, yeah. afraid of the snake, trying to crawl over everybody. And, uh, it's crazy. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, um, and it's it. What really strikes you is when you leave Lima, which is the capital of Peru, and then you fly to Iquitos. It's about a two and a half, three hour flight. Um, you go over the Andes Mountains. And on a clear day, it's just it's it it looks like the Alps or the 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 Rockies that we have here. And it's just they're absolutely stunning. But then after you cross over, um, it is like a solid wall of green for as yeah. far as you can see. The the rainforest is it's just it's overwhelming how how massive it is. And you will look out both sides of that plane and go, I oh, man, I hope we don't crash because they're not ever finding us <laughs> here. No end to it. It's it just it's unbelievable. It's just this giant green carpet ground. It's just and, yeah. and it just goes forever. Wow. It stretches to the horizon. And it's just and that where we go is just a small part of the Amazon region. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. And 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 the people, I mean, um, they're just so appreciative. They're just kind of overwhelmed, too. I mean, most Peruvians are very small in stature. And, you know, you got these big white people coming right. from North America and saying they want to help you. That's, I'm sure it's very, it's kind of... A very strange experience. It is, for them, for yeah. them too. It's yeah. like, well, what? They want me to open my mouth and do what? I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure I want to do that. But yeah. it you just they're just, they're appreciative of every little thing. And then... We've been times where uh, floodwaters have been high. I mean, it, it floods every year. Yeah. Um, and and this particular year was one of those 50 to 100 year occurrences where everything was underwater, no food, there, you wow. know, starvation, and we helped bring food supplies and and meals to to these jungle communities, and that that was just that was awesome just to be a part of that. I think that's that would be a valuable thing for anybody ever to do is to travel um, the world into cultures that are vastly different <laughs> yeah. from your own. Yeah. And it's, spend time there. I, I would encourage people to do that. It's not, not at the tourist resorts. No, you no, know, experience. no, it, it's not a club med. Yeah, right. It's not Actually, sandals. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But that we've always joked with our mission outfitter uh, family that, hey, when are we ever going to get to do a mission trip to Hawaii? Or, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just yeah, 
That sounds really challenging, but that also kind of adds to, it sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it's, it's the most fun you have being exhausted and yeah. it just, it's just, it, it's great. I mean, it, it's almost like you, at least for me, it's like you crave it. You just, you kind of have to have a little bit of a, a mission fix, Yeah. you know, and yeah. that's why I would go once a year. Sometimes we did twice a year, but um, it just, it kind of gets in your blood and you really, it's like you need it. You yeah. need to, you need to experience it again, but wow. yeah, yeah. It's very well, cool. Awesome, man. Well, I mean, if no one has told you that, I'm sure people where you end up, but just thank you for oh, doing that. I mean, I'm, I'm not benefiting in any way from it, but still thank you. I mean, well, I appreciate that. I mean, it, God has, has gifted me in, in certain ways to be able to go and do that. I mean, I, yeah. I love the adventure part of it. The, the, be, the biggest thing you can do is to help people that can, all they can do is say thank you. I mean, they can't repay you. They can't. And, and that's okay. Yeah. That's why we go. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. So when are we going to get you to go? I know. I was just sitting here thinking, I, I would love to, to visit a place like that, like Peru and the Amazon, but I don't see any reason. So maybe I could go along and I could be your, um, anti-snake human. I'll just keep snakes away from you. <laughs> That's fine with me. I've had them on my neck for a photo op and that was enough. That won't be my uh, full-time job. Is it? <laughs> they are so. Well, man, I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. Thank really you. Cool. I'm glad I Thank got to meet you. Thank you. Absolutely. You know, I loved it. all the dentists that I've ever met, um, you're the coolest, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks hearing. for recognizing. I tell people that all the time, but they and don't believe it. <laughs> I actually keep hearing. I tell my staff and they're like, yeah, yeah, we don't see it. <laughs> no, I keep hearing how super cool you are. And well, how, we'll come see us. If you don't have a good dental stuff. team, come see us. We'll take care I of you. I don't have one permanently because I mostly just do everything in my... To, to avoid it. possible to yeah. stay away from it. Yeah, okay? I totally get it. Yeah. I, I see 25 to 30 people like that every day. <laughs> so so maybe if you if you uh, throw a pill on me and, and okay. buzz me up with some, some gas and... And uh, yeah. get my knuckles yeah. to go from from white back to normal color, and then that could be yeah, this could be, be a thing now. That'd be great. <laughs> we would, I'd love it. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you it was nice time. meeting you too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is cool. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com